Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. We are very proud to be part of the Variety Sports Network. And of course, the show originates from the Bradshaw Bourbon Studio. And it appears that one of the four is running late. That must mean one of the kids is not asleep. So I'm sure Ian will be in here shortly. Uh, Ben and Scarps are here to guide us through uh, the middle of week three and week four as we head into week four here of the National Football League season. Hello to everybody out there that has joined us live and hello to everybody that tunes in at your own leisure. We love having you guys and really, really encourage you to join us live. It's a great time. we got a good group of people here. Um, Very, very grateful for all of them. Talk to uh, our, our, our good friend and uh, podcast sponsor, John Deck, uh, last night for about 20 minutes. Uh, pretty sure he was uh, half in the bag the whole time, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. That's that's pretty standard for him. Uh, wanted to wish everybody well. Of course, his dolphins are off to an amazing start, and that's really all he wanted to talk about, so uh, he, can, he can screw off. Um, anyway, um, the Steelers are 2-1. Folks, they're two and one, and uh, my gut feeling says most of us probably would have taken two and one at this particular juncture. So uh, I guess we'll just go for, go from there and let's welcome in Ian to the show. This juncture, uh, juncture. I like to say juncture. I'm not real sure why, but I do. Um, and uh, real quick, uh, what is everybody drinking tonight? Let's go with Ernie Stoutner. Uh, I'm out of Bradshaw, so I guess Uh-oh. we're we're gonna have to pivot to the Calumet Ten Year. Very nice, which is quite delicious. I okay. might add Ten Year. Oof, yes. man, tasty vittles right there. Scarps, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, a little ranch water seltzer. I very very enjoy that ranch water seltzer. Yeah, He's that, really that, into that, the seltzers he, lately. He, he is watching uh, the calories. You know, why? That's right. At watching your age. Cows. At you your know. age, my man, you got to watch those calories. Uh, Ian, we what are you called you tonight? old, Scarps. <laughs> uh, I've <laughs> I've got some Oktoberfest here, so cheers. Little Oktoberfest, very yes. good, very good. I, uh, I I I do have a. Uh, this is all I have left in my Bradshaw right now, but I do have a bottle in waiting for me. Friend Ooh. found some at a local store, and I need to pick that up uh, in the next few days, and so I'm very very excited about that mostly because it's going to be available here a lot easier than it has been. So, uh, and I see Wayne has got a glass of Bradshaw tonight. So excellent. Love it. Fantastic. So, all right, you guys ready? We're, uh, we got a new tradition going here. Our little, uh, rants, if you will, to start off. I mean, normally you do a rant following a loss. Was that a tradition? It, it is now. This is week okay. three of, well, uh, I think it's okay when the team plays like shit to rant about it. So do you want to call it something different or do you just want to like get rid of it? No, nah, it's fine. Okay. Let's just roll right, with right. it. But if we're really going to rant, I think what we need to do is have Craig on here sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Give him 120 seconds <laughs> to go off. Uh, and then, you know, we'll go. From yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, I, I can't. There's nothing I can say, Ben, to even possibly uh, uh retort that at all uh okay so uh how about how about we do this how about your initial thoughts uh as the Steelers are two and one uh Ben go ahead 
and uh, give us your your uh, initial thoughts on the black and gold right now. Initial thoughts on the black and gold. Uh, you know, they didn't play a very good offense. Um, TJ Watt is TJ Watt. I mean, mm. what more can I say? You know, they why are you drinking that shit burner? Um, you know, I, I expected him to be a little more productive, honestly, because he was going against a rookie. But in fairness, the rookie had um, had helped the entire game. Um, and, and TJ still had a huge game. Uh, the DBs were productive, but, and, you know, three picks, but also gave up an awful lot of yards to a quarterback who's not all that great. Now, Devontae Adams is amazing. Holy <laughs> crap. I cannot say enough about how good that guy is. My God. But yeah, the rest of their team, eh, it was kind of an uninspiring performance. And the offense is our offense. I mean, is, uh, is, is not, not good. Uh, the offensive line's not blocking. Well, Kenny's bailing out of pockets when he shouldn't be. Um, Najee's got nowhere to run and he's also lacking burst. So if he had room, would he get a lot of yards? I don't know. He did. I remember one play where Najee literally made three guys miss and barely got back to the line of scrimmage. That is fucking ridiculous. And that is on the offensive line. I am sorry. You got to give the guy a little bit of room. And I'll stop there. Yeah, I, I yeah, very well said. I'm not going to even uh, add to that because I know the other guys want to go too. Scarps, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, this team is still not very good. Um, their offense stinks. Uh, they beat a bad defense, so kudos to them. Um, the O-line is such a disappointment. Najee is, is such a disappointment. Um, Pickens is fine, but, um, they don't have a lot of playmakers on O and, and as Ben said, Kenny is bailing on clean pockets. Anytime there's interior pressure, he poops his pants. Um, and he throws the balls directly to cornerbacks now. Um, and this defense, you know, Canada didn't have a bad game, Ben Burner. He did have a horrible game. It was awful. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, you know, and I, I do want to give a little bit of credit to Canada because I think he did nah. things that he needed to do. But it's, it's. If you look at the tape, it's still bad. And then on defense, exactly. and then on defense, I think that the Steelers' defense, despite ha- you know having TJ and Alex, and if we didn't have TJ and Alex, we'd definitely be zero and three. Um, they've been yeah. very fortunate these last two games getting turnovers and cause that stuff doesn't happen all the time. And mm-hmm. a couple years ago, they led the league in, in forced in turnovers and they got smacked by the, I think it was the year they got smashed by the Browns in the playoffs. So um, two and one, take it with a grain of salt. This team is still not good. And I don't know if they're ever going to be good. So don't be fooled. Dan, you're on crack. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Ian, what do you got for your uh, thoughts? This team showed signs of life and signs of looking like an actual NFL football team. It wasn't consistent. It didn't happen a lot, but it's like the first time you go out and play golf during a year. You hit like one good drive. You hit a couple good iron shots. You make a putt of about seven feet, and you're like, hey, I can come back out and do this again. If I had done all that on the same hole, I would have made a par instead of shooting 120. <laughs> so, you know, but it keeps you coming back. And they, it wasn't – we need to see consistency. We need to see them, you know, string things together. Um, but the offense had multiple drives where they actually looked decent. They had – you know, Boswell bailed him out with that long ass field goal, yeah. which I can't believe he made that. But 
Um, nevertheless, you know, they, they showed good signs. The defense is incredibly inconsistent. They gave up a ton, but also produced some turnovers. So if you're going to give things up, you want to see him still take the ball away. <laughs> Levi Wallace had like the best bad game of a career or worst good <laughs> game of a career that he got absolutely yeah. torched, but also had two picks. Cheers. So uh, one or two the picks other. Two picks like 180 yards he gave up. I was yeah. like, what yeah. the? Um, I mean, if you would have told me Devontae Adams was going to put up that many yards, I would have been like, we're screwed. Um, but I mean, this Raiders team is basically like a good wide receiver, a good running back, one good defensive player, and a bunch of trash around them, yeah. including <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. And yeah, too. so you know, it, it is what it is. We won, which is what matters at the end of the day. You know, it got closer and more exciting than it needed to be because we didn't keep our foot on the gas pedal in the fourth quarter and Mm -hmm. let them back in it. Although the zebras helped a little bit, which, you know, chalk up another one on my board of another ref that I have now a gripe with. But Mm -hmm. nevertheless, um, you know, and a long fucking memory, too. (laughs) Yes, I know (laughs) we're 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 two and one, which is the same that can be said for the Baltimore Ravens, which is the same that can be said for. Uh, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs and a lot of other teams around the league, too. So, the Browns, we're we're, we're okay. I mean, it's it's not it's not the end of the world. We're we're winning, we're playing bad football and still winning games. So, if we can start to play good football, eventually, maybe we'll actually be a good team. Hey, if if the okay. playoffs started today, we'd be the second seed. I, I just want to, but the playoffs don't start today. It's week, <laughs> week three. I just want to heading into week four, in babe. <laughs> real quick. And I, I, I want to disagree. I want to yeah. disagree with Scarps and Ian and probably you, Mark and Burner and everybody else who said that Canada had a better game. No, he didn't. Oh, Watch boy. the all 22. It's terrible. The only thing that is different, the only thing that is different in this game is he ran play action eight times. That's it. That's the only thing he did. And yes, Kenny was highly effective running play action. He was six of eight, had a touchdown. I want to say his passer rating was 135 plus. Very high. On BLP. Yeah, was, yeah. He, yeah. He did great on those on those mm-hmm. eight attempts. Um, but other than that, it was terrible. It was horrible. The, the route it, concepts were shit. He didn't give Kenny any windows. He was bunching guys up together. There was one play where there were literally three receivers inside the numbers on the same side of the field not in the middle but right on, like on the right side i was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who the fuck comes up with this did it's, they not did they all look at the at the field and run the wrong route or is this the way they were coached on top of that they're running they're running into eight and nine and ten man boxes kenny's coming up to the, to the line of scrimmage he obviously cannot audible out of it because it's a 10-man box and they still run the play it's a run play mm-hmm. why the fuck would you do that if that were ben he'd be like yeah, uh, you get a hot route, you can do this. He'd probably call the routes at the line of scrimmage and it would still work. And it's funny, it's funny because they put up they put up more points, even though they barely put up they just got the twenty three on a, against little sisters of the poor defense. It's terrible. And and yet fans were like, Oh, Canada definitely didn't call the plays this game. And it's like what? Like like Yeah, he did. Yes. He's he's calling the fucking plays and like just because they executed a little better and I want to I do want to say this I I I, 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 I do not like him and, and yes I think he sucks but I just want to say that on that play action touchdown the, to to Fryermuth that was good you could see it happen and as yes. soon as Kenny didn't hand it off I was like 
if he don't fucking throw a TD here, like he's never going to throw a touchdown. Right, yeah. You could just see, you could just see the defender was late recognizing yep. it yep. and you just knew it. So kudos to Cannon on that. But it's just, I found it amusing that right away people were like, Hey, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, something was up with them plays after that first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> I didn't think, I don't think Canada was called him. I think somebody else was. It's like, oh, because your little boy Kenny did a little bit better. <laughs> you know, he didn't do it without Canada. Get fucking real, people. Like, come on, man. Yes. Like, Christ. Yes. Hey, the, I, look, I. You guys are not very sunshiny tonight. Uh, progress. <laughs> can be measured in many ways and <laughs> incremental and I, progress is a good thing. Look, That's true. I, right. I, I'll take it. And I, I do understand this was a lesser opponent than we've seen the first two weeks. I, I understand that a hundred percent, but I, I, can you imagine the conversation we'd be having if we would have lost that game, you know, let's, and, and wouldn't have done anything offensively. I mean, so, so I'm not singing his praises by any stretch. I agree with Ben. There's a long way to go here. But I'll at least take a little bit that he adjusted to play action. There was none of the jet sweep shit. He actually got creative. He had a nice little play where I think it was Austin came back around on an end around and they faked it, dumped a little screen to Warren, who got a few yards. You know, so I, I look, I'm I'm not gonna put Matt Canada in the Steelers Hall of Fame anytime soon. Why not? Uh, th- well, Ian, let me tell you. Uh no ring of I, honor, babe. Right, right. So I I'll take the little steps. Let's just put it that way. Um one other thing to discuss in that was was Pickett. And we all have talked about this before. And Ian, I'm gonna go to you. I, I don't is he panicking or is he what's happening when he just bails out of what looks to be a pretty clean pocket? I want to hear this. So, I mean, I think what's happening, to be honest, is that he's got a clock in his head and he knows. I mean, we talked about early in the year before the season even started these first three weeks with Bosa, Garrett and Crosby. You know, they were going to have to do some things. It was a tough road of pass rushers Mm -hmm. that that he was going to have to go through. And I think they specifically told him, like, you only have so long before Max Crosby wrecks your shit. So if you don't see on your first read, like, go away from him, get out of there and see what you can make happen. So you would say, Ian, that. It was more about, is it more about him being coached with that clock in his head? And then he's just, or yeah, is that what I, I think? I think a lot of it is, is coaching, especially given okay. how many rollouts and everything they called. Um, I think he still doesn't trust his offensive line, um, but yeah, also, yeah. also there's, you know, they ran a lot more designed rollouts this week than they even did last week. And they ran a couple last week. Not all of was, those were designed. Well, <laughs> no. right. But some were. Um, some and, were. And a lot of it was just to try and get him away from Crosby. Right. And I wonder if sure. it's partially because they don't really trust Dan Moore to hold it down over there. Well, I, I know uh, James Daniels has not practiced yet this week. Um, and that, that's going to be huge. Tomorrow's a big day. He, he needs to practice if he's going to play. Uh, and if not, then I assume we'll, we'll see, uh, Nate Herbig, um, you know, so which, 
might be okay. I'm not saying James Daniel's been bad by any stretch, but I, I don't know how much we'd be losing there. But um, I, if, I think if, that that Pickett doesn't trust his line. I, I think he's conditioned I, I to the fact that he's going to have to run, and he's bailing on pockets. He bailed on clean pockets, clean, no interior pressure, nothing. Yeah. You know, and he bailed on in situations where Crosby was nowhere near getting him. And he's doing the same thing. He's running at defensive linemen. He's running at edge players as, as opposed to running around. He's making it easier for them to get to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scarps. Um, is, is, I don't know. Somebody, uh, somebody on Twitter told me this week that I, I tweet daily about how much Kenny sucks and I've never, ever said he sucked, nor do no. I tweet about it daily. Hater. I have my concerns about him. Um, and, I've always felt that he was limited in it to a certain extent, but I'm starting to really, really think that this coaching staff is just not good for him. And, and I, you know, I'm not saying they're the same player, but you know, I look at it. I look at Zach Wilson for the jets and there, you can't tell me that Zach Wilson doesn't have talent. Like I'm not going to believe that, but I feel that like they've just instilled in him, like this sort of like, do not turn the ball over or we're not going to win the game. And they're doing the same thing to pick it essentially. And they did it last year. And I, th- I still think they're doing it this year. And, and earlier on when they signed Alex Eisenmith, I said, Hey, they are all in on defense. They are absolutely banking on defensive play, mm-hmm. limiting the opponent to under 20 and hoping that they score more than 20. And, you know, people yeah. on Twitter, people on Twitter were like, well, no, they're not all in on defense. What are you talking about? This offense is good. You're sleeping on this offense. Nobody's sleeping on this offense. Nobody's <laughs> no, actually, many people are sleeping while this offense well, is on. No, totally. Nobody's yeah. sleeping on this offense. Nobody is afraid of this offense. No player is afraid of Kenny Pickett or Matt Canada. Like they're just not. And you know what? The Raiders do stink. Let's be clear. But I'm gonna tell you who, who's better than the Raiders and is not going to give up that fucking long ass touchdown is the Houston Texans. Miko Ryan's is a defensive minded head coach, and he's mm-hmm. going to put that team. I'm. I'm going to pick for all the haters because I'm a hater. I'm going to pick the Steelers to win this week, but I'm going to tell you that the Houston defense is not going to be as soft as, as, as Las Vegas was. No, I agree. And Pickett, I'm telling you right now, Pickett is in for another tough game and it's going to be even tougher. And, well, and, and when you, I would just, sorry, when you go, like, I'm trying to think of like, I've never obviously played at any, any level that was any good, but like, just imagine, like, just imagine you were good at math or, or whatever or spelling. And, 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 you know, you're going to win the spelling bee, but your teacher says, you know what, maybe you should let somebody else get a try. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you're stunting someone on purpose. Cause you don't want to like, right. you don't want to, to see them fail or you don't want to see them succeed, which is so fucking stupid to me. But then it's like, why keep Matt Canada? Why, like, why would you keep him around? Like if you, if you want to unleash Kenny Pickett, Matt mm-hmm. Canada is not the coordinator to do that. No. And, and I, I think that, probably is a longer discussion I, I i do want to get to a couple of the comments um, I, just, I just want from, to get to one one thing real quickly yeah the knock on picket coming out was that he bailed on pockets too early it, it was one and yep. two i'm gonna agree with melvin in so much as they needed to do more design runs actual design runs for kenny yeah. pick yeah he needs to take off and run a little bit to keep the defenses honest to, instead of just mm-hmm. going straight mm-hmm. at him they have to stop and consider, is this guy going to run? And I'm stopping there. 
question. Yeah. I, I just wanted to, uh, some of the, the folks in the chat were just talking a little bit about, you know, if, if Presley Harvin doesn't go, that, that, that means not only do you lose your punter, but you lose Brad your Wing. holder as well. They know him uh, well. Yeah. Brad Wing has, has been in before. We, we know him pretty well. Um, you know, I, I, I always get concerned when, when that sort of thing gets messed around with, because you know, the, the snap, the hold, the kick, there, there's a lot of routine, a lot of, of, of practice that goes into that for those guys. And, and when there's a disruption, yeah, it can mess with things, but I, I feel pretty good about this. If wing has to be the guy, um, I, I'm not going to worry, especially, especially since it's, it's going to be indoors too. I mean, he hasn't putted in a game in years though. Oh no, I'm, I'm worried about him punting. I'm not so oh, much worried bad. about if he has to hold, you know. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that's sorry. Problem. Oh, yeah. Punting? When was the last time me? he punted? I think 2017. No. No, he's he was with somebody recently, I thought. Uh, somebody go to the data and, and figure that out. Uh, offensive line-wise, Ian, is it is it time to see Broderick Jones? No. Nope. Scarps is right. The last time he punted was 2017 for the Holy Giants. Holy shnikes. Is that off the top of your fucking head there, Mr. Mustache? That's amazing, wow. Mr. Mustache. No, I remember, I, dude, so like real quick about Brad Wing. Super nice dude. Oh, like, you know what? I'm I'm thinking of Barry. I'm sorry. Go sorry. Ahead. No, yeah. no. Brad Wing, super nice dude. I, I tweeted this years ago. I was like, we should have never got rid of Brad Wings. We should never traded him. But we, but Jordan Barry outperformed him that one camp, and we traded yep. him to the Giants. But, you know, one thing, one thing, and this is random about Brad Wing, but, um, you know, he had some there, he had a little bit of some off the field issues, some maturity issues, um, nothing at LSU, nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing great, like nothing right. terrible, but like he was sort of painted in a light that wasn't so positive, but he was mm-hmm. nothing but nice. And the one thing I remember so much is he had a he had like a little a little he had a little boy and like the kid was cute as hell. And like he loved being a dad. And now that I'm a dad, like I just I remember it's because oh, so when the Steelers like, oh, we you know, signed Brad Wing, like I got to. Yeah, I got a little in the, in the feels, a little nostalgic because he was a really good dude, and he was actually a pretty good punter for us. I, I, I think he set the record for net average in a season, and then Barry broke it. But both right. of those guys are wonderful, and they're both Aussies. And you know, hell yeah, you know? put another shrimp on the Bobby. Um, well, Wings only thirty-two, so let's right, hope yeah. he kept his ass in shape, and they can still punt the ball. I, I, I'm assuming they he did, or else they wouldn't have called him. But then again, like Scalpini. <laughs> uh, Ian, let me take it back to you. Is, is yeah. this, are we are we ready for Broderick Jones? Uh, yeah. Um, God, please. Yeah, I, I think so at this point. Oh I would. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a, a lot of Dan Moore, and he struggled, but he struggled against some really good competition. Yeah. But nevertheless, it, it's it's time. It's time. You know, and maybe I I would not be shocked to see. Um, you know, Dan Moore start once again this week. Uh, but it could be a situation kind of like we had with Presley Harvin mm-hmm. at the start of the season where it was like, you know, he gets called out by Tomlin in his press conference and it's kind of like, you're on a short leash here, kid. And if you screw up, you know, you're getting replaced. And I, I don't know if it's that bad with Dan Moore that, but I, I think the time is coming soon if it's not there now. Is it possible too that they could be, Maybe looking at the bye week since the bye week's just two weeks away. That's that's very yeah. possible, and you know that you've got that Ravens game looming too. And I don't know if you right. want to make a change like going right into the Ravens game, mm-hmm. but uh, 
at some point, yeah, it's it's going to be his time, and it's just a matter of time. Uh, ben, what are, what are your thoughts on Jones? And then I would also add, does that mean more potentially could move over to, to take over for Chukes? If Chukes were injured, I don't nah, think they're going to no. move him over there this season, to be perfectly frank. Uh, it's time. And, and the reason being that Dan Moore has given up more pressures than anyone in the entire league at this point. Mm-hmm. Granted, mm-hmm. as Ian pointed out, he's he's played against some really good competition, but he's playing really badly. And you have to look at it from the standpoint of, will it get worse? We got this first round pick who's going to replace this guy anyway. Um, why not let him learn some lessons in the right. field, you know, right. on the field, in the fire. Let's see how he does. He may learn some hard lessons this year. Then again, he may learn to use his length and his strength. Yeah, you know, to his advantage and and win some too. And we already know he can run block, and we're not getting that out of Dan Moore right now. No. So that being the case, at least we're doing that better. We're doing something better. Yeah. By putting Jones in there, I don't think, you know, you're going to lose a hell of a lot there. He's still going to give up some some pressure sure. and, and probably some sacks, but he'll get better by the experience, and that's why I. To me, it's like, fuck it. Let's just do it. You know, I mean, this offense, frankly, isn't very good anyway. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get worse by putting Dan Moore in. And Matt Canada is gone next year anyway, and he's going to have to learn an offense. At least he'll get something out of this year by by playing. Yeah, I, I'm with you. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I anticipate it's going to happen during the bye, but I, I would be okay if it was this week or next week. Um, you know, so – uh, Scarps, let me, did you have a thought on Jones? Yeah, I just, um, you know, the, what's the average, what's the average, uh, length of an NFL career, like three years, three, and a half three years, years something three, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, so for, 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 you know, the folks saying, oh, there's time, there's no need to rush. I, I agree. I'm not saying you had to trot them out there week one or whatever, but I've seen, an, I've seen enough or, l- or less than enough from Dan Moore to say that I want to see what my first round pick has. And you know what? I'm okay if my fourth round pick that 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 played admirably here for for a couple years is a depth piece and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. No. Um and again, you know, I'd rather know this year what what I can see like what, what does Jones have this year mm-hmm. whether or not they get mm-hmm. a new coordinator. So just put them out. I mean, I you can't it it could be worse and if it is and if it is you know, you can always teaching, go back. Teaching moment for Jones. Right. Hey, man. Right. It's all good. People, this happens to the best of them. Absolutely. But we're going we're, we're gonna to give you some mental time. We're going to give you some, you know, some, some, some second team reps, get your confidence back up, whatever. Um, Jamie, uh, you know, I don't know if he's, or Jamie, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we're not big fans of PFF. Um, it, it sucks donkey balls. Yeah, we, we are. I said it, Johnny. Drink. Yeah, drink, Johnny. Uh, it, we have numerous issues with what they do. Um, and and you will not hear us ever cite their and why. Why is or, that? Why yeah. do we have a problem with? That? Oh well. I mean, and I'll, I'll just cut right to the chase. Sure, their grades don't reflect contribution to wins and losses. Their grades reflect whatever the fuck their secret sauce is, then they won't tell anybody. <laughs> right. So it's like you, you get guys that are super productive versus guys that are not. For example, week two, when we played the 
the Browns. They gave the, the one of the highest grades they gave out for the week to Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. He had one sack, two pressures, and one tackle. Uh, they gave lower grades to both Highsmith and Watt. Mm-hmm. Those two were highly, highly productive. Um, contributed a great deal to that win, including mm-hmm. 14 points. And they scored lower. So it it doesn't make any fucking sense. And and furthermore, it, right, there there is no way that anyone sitting in a PFF office or anything like that knows what a player's responsibility is on any given play That's because it, and it can assignment. change very quickly. Uh, and yes, Collinsworth owns PFF and that's, that's why you see it used exclusively uh, Sunday night football. They used the little rankings there under the guy's names and, and stuff. At least they used to, you know, still um, do, but the, the way they, it, the reason they do it is, is Collinsworth gave that to them for free. Oh yeah. Because he was trying to promote his own, Thing, sure which makes sure. sense right he owns it good for him marketing yeah, i you know? get it i just you i know, just think it's a flawed product but the, you know. the one the one thing about it and and i miles garrett is a hell of a player i mean there's no doubt there's no doubt about it and great player he's a, he's he's a, a great, great player, player. Yeah, he's, great. he's not very productive against the steelers is all no well no so 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 here's the way i look at that is that is that whatever his pass rush win rate or whatever the fuck they were saying it was. Yeah, you know what? He was disruptive. There's no question. He was, there's no question. There's no question. And I don't necessarily care about, about stats. But when you look at it, it's like, okay, Alex Highsmith had a pick six and a, four, a sack, strip sack, and TJ Watt had sacks, and he had a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, how are you going to grade those guys lower? So, like, here's an easy here's an easy thing that would probably make PFF more more credible is rather than give out number ratings, just give out grade ratings. And if you do, you say, hey, T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett were both A players this week. Or, sorry, T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith were both yeah. A players yeah. this week. And we're going to give Miles Garrett an A- minus because he was very disruptive, but um, they fucking lost the game. Like, there's like there has to be – like, there, like, there has to be something there. Like, because ba- I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, I mean, I was a fucking 4.0 student in high school, but you know what? A 91.5 was an A, and so was 100%. Ah. I don't give a shit, okay? I don't give a shit. So, like, why, so like, why are you making it so, like, and then, like, it's, you're right. It's so fucking arbitrary, and it's just, like, whatever. Like, and then, like, and then they die on, I give them credit, though. They will die on their own hill. I give them credit for that, but it's annoying. See, Scarps was one of those low A kids. Yeah, I see what's going on. Fuck here. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to talk about on offense? I, I had a few uh, items on defense for sure. I'm glad they finally took a deep shot to Calvin Austin. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, it was. That kid's got wheels. Woo. Yeah, yeah, that he was can nice. float, man. Even he can if, float. They, if they had missed that, but it had been close, the threat of it happening again. Would have been enough. Yeah. Make sure those DBs were back there. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I tend to agree there. Yeah. Um, you know, de- defensively, I, I, you know, when you look at the snap counts, it was kind of interesting to me anyway, the inside linebacker rotation. Um, Elandon Roberts, I mean, obviously, Mark Robinson is is kind of the odd man out of the four right now. He, he did get four snaps on D. Um, but Roberts, I think, was, God, he was like, 18, 19, 20, somewhere in there. It was mostly Quan Alexander and, and Cole Holcomb. Um, Ian, do you think that is based more on the flow of the game? Is that kind of what the rotation's going to be based on? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, the fact that Mark Robinson had zero defensive snaps before this week was kind of ridiculous. Odd. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially kind of given the given the teams we played and the competition. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know why he wasn't playing more, but that was also like the one position that we didn't have any injuries somehow, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. Um, so so given that, you know, I'm not going to complain too much about it, although I think we're starting to see like the communication improve with these guys and we're starting to see slowly, but still starting to, mm-hmm. um, you know, them, them start to play more as a unit together. Uh, so it's, there's, there's encouraging signs between the inside linebackers uh, as they are, but they've still got a, a good amount of work to do to be a, oh, yeah. you know, competent unit. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it uh, it, it's, you're right. It's a work in progress. Um, no doubt about it. Hey, how um, about that, that play that Holcomb had where he knocked the ball out of Adam's hands and, and literally whacked him at, at the point of the ball, as opposed to hitting him in the chest, he mm-hmm. hit the ball first, knocked the ball out of his arms and didn't draw a flag. Initially, they were like, no, it's a flag. And then they, they looked at it again. They, they did throw like, the flag. They were like, no, no, actually, there's there's no penalty for right. necessary roughness here. Because he hit him about here. Oh, excuse me. The and, 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 numbers. And his that, head was up, too. It, he had his head, his head up. up. I, it was I gotta a give shoulder. Yep. Good hit. And, and actually, the NFL recognized him for that this week. I, I Did you know about that? That's no, the I first I've ever seen that. Award. I yeah, was I like, didn't know what the hell that was either. It, it, the, it, it basically uh, was was kind of a reward or awarding page. him for quote unquote doing um, it the right way. Is the week three recipient of the, N- the NFL's way to play award, which oh, recognizes yeah, NFL players who exemplify <laughs> proper technique to make impactful plays. Yeah, I I, I mean, it, at first I saw that and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cheesy. But then I thought, no, it's it's no, actually good. It's, it's great. good. Yeah, um, you know, encourage guys to to do that. So, um, no, nah, I, I I loved it. I, my immediate thought was when I saw it was, come on, I mean, they're going to flag that, and then of course, you know, they picked um, it up. They they, they did, did the right thing in the end. They they did. They absolutely did. Um, and and you know that was uh, that was the best the best scenario in that you know particular way. Um, th- did we have a baby screaming in the background? I missed that. I. I it was mine. I, oh, okay. I, I'm gonna have to hop off for a second. I'll be back. No worries. No worries. He's got to go change a diaper. It, it could be. Could be. Hey, yeah. I. You know, shit. You got to do things sometimes. You gotta hey, got to do. Life gets in the way. Even it of does. This show, life is it life not. is messy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are diapers. Uh, are oh, they? Oh <laughs> boy, they they sure can be. My God, it's amazing what comes out of those little people. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's true yeah um you know you guys alluded to this i think ian is the one that said it but but levi wallace had like the worst two interception game a guy's ever had I and mean, that what? first pick was fucking great I oh was like, it was gr- yeah i was like wow yeah where did that guy come from yep great then, positioning. yeah he, he oh gave i mean up, he gave up like half the passing yards we had 325 passing yards and he, i bet you he gave up half of them you know, I was just like, dude. <laughs> as much as I, as much as Collinsworth annoys the shit out of me, um, I now, thought here's he was a guy annoyed I by was, Collinsworth. Yeah, I thought he was okay on Sunday night, 
um, because he kept emphasizing, like, this is what I was talking about earlier, like the Steelers might have been, the Steelers have been fortunate on defense because he was emphasizing about Jimmy G and was talking about like, hey, here, you know, here you do, you, if it's not your first read, it's, it's, Collinsworth is kind of like Casey, but he's like, if it's not, <laughs> there, it's, there is a little similarity. He's there. like, he's like one, two, buckle my shoe. And if you like, if like, <laughs> and he basically said, and he, ba- he said, if that first read isn't there, if that first read isn't yeah. there, do not go to your second read. Throw it away. And literally on that Levi Wallace interception, first read wasn't there, and he fucking tried to fit it Great in. Point. And Jimmy is not that type of quarterback. So no. I, you know, that's why I said I, I think the Steelers have been fortunate. You know, again, why the Browns went empty on the first play on Monday night football when the Steelers <laughs> rush defense sucks and they had Nick Chubb is beyond me, but like, you know, kudos to the Steelers, you know, and even, even, even Levi Wallace, who has, his, he still sucks. Don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, having two picks, one that sealed the game, you know, good yeah. for him. And, and, you know, Casey will touch on Patrick Peterson a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, even the Holcomb hit, it was a good hit. It was great. You know what, though? I getting back to Jimmy G in Collinsworth said is like there was no reason to lead the you do not lead Devontae Adams into that fucking area, man. And then like set him up. He he set him up. But you know what, though? Hey, don't apologize for playing a shitty shitty team. I, I think I think that that Jimmy G probably thought that he would have time to secure the ball. And Holcomb timed that hit perfectly mm-hmm. and aimed right for the ball. He didn't aim for the player. He aimed for the ball. I got to give him props. Yeah. Uh, Burner, I'm going to disagree with you about Collinsworth over Romo. Specifically because Collinsworth kept trying to give. Um, Felicio the, to certain players. Well, <laughs> yeah, he. he I mean, come on. It's I'm true. Sorry. I'm sorry. There, there, I got there was that. There was that, but I yeah, I've never heard Steel Dad say any anything like I that know. on this show oh, wow. either. That was amazing. I kept it clean. Sure, filleting someone. The medical on. term. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Here's a guy that read the dictionary. Yep. Yep. <laughs> My word of the day. <laughs> so Collinsworth kept going. Yeah. Well, this is classic Steelers uh, Raiders. Toughest man wins. He's he keeps trying to give credit to the defenses when the quarterbacks just were not playing very well. Good point. And it was like, like neither one of them were playing worth the shit. And I'm texting these guys during the game. I'm drunk. Yeah, he keeps trying to give defenses credit, and they suck. No, you're you're right, but that's that's classic. Uh, uh, Collinsworth. Classic he's Collins like trying worth, to yeah. he's trying to sell this game and you know build it up into something that it's not. And I'm watching it, going, dude, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jesus. Who's that? Where's that shirt that Dan made? Shut the fuck up, Collinsworth. Yeah, that's right. We got to get those back out again. Uh, well, Jamie just took my comment and really went with it. So uh, good for you, buddy. Good for you. Nice job. Yeah, um, that, that's the worst thing that that Mark has ever said in this show. Apparently, it is. Um, and, Donkey balls. And Drink, right Johnny. Now, yeah, right. Right now, Aaron is uh, working on his little TikToks for uh, our our site. I can already see it coming. I'm, uh, <laughs> I have to probably write a letter of forgiveness or something. Um, anyway, uh, what about Pat Pete, though? I, I mean, I know, Scarbs, you're going to touch on it uh, when uh, Casey uh, enters from the grave. But, um, I, I, I mean, did you notice they did rotate him back to safety a little bit? Looked like it was in a couple of dime situations. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't care where he is on the field. He's not good. He, he I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to be nice about it because he was once, uh, once he was once the probably the best cornerback yep. in the game at the time. time. And um, he was so dynamic. He was an unbelievable punt returner. Um, yeah. His pedigree, you know, Tom loves talking about pedigree, but like his pedigree was, was, was great. Um, but he is just not there. He might make a play every once in a while, right. but he is going to give you, as Casey will touch on this later, he's going to give you not looking for the ball while it's already in the receiver's hands for a touchdown more than he's going to give you a play, a good play. Well, and and his play along with, with Wallace, you know, leads me to what Melvin just mentioned too. Um, you know, if you look at the snaps for JPJ, they have doubled now each of the first three weeks. Um, you know, he, he has seen a little bit more. Now, if, if you pay attention, a little bit of that is based on the flow of the game um, because it seems like they're just using him mostly in dime and, and they went more dime as the Raiders were throwing a lot more to, to try to catch up. But uh, you know what? He arguably did better on, on Devontae Adams than anybody else did uh, when, he, when he had the few opportunities to lock onto him. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know about Desmond King either. I, I mean, we saw him as a kick returner Sunday, but, you know, is he going to get some snaps on defense and where is he going to get snaps? I, I, are you guys concerned about slot corner at all? Yeah. Yes. I don't I, think I'm, Sullivan's. Oh, Ian's back. Ian's back, camera but not in off. the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Ian's reached filling his beer. So oh, oh all right. camera on in a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sullivan's, Priorities. Sullivan's not good in coverage. And Elijah Riley doesn't really seem better in coverage. And so, yeah, to answer your question with one word, yes, I'm worried yeah, about Yeah, I, I am too, and I'm not overly impressed with him as a, as a blitzer either. Um, and I realized we, look, we got spoiled, you know, Mike, Mike Hilton was really, really good at it. Um, and we've had some other guys in the past that were good at it, but, but he got stonewalled several different times coming, uh, off the edge or, or coming out a little move to the inside. And, and I, I, that, that's a position of concern for me right now too. Melvin, he, Melvin, are you yeah. asking about putting Pierre in the slot? I hope not. Because no, but I mean, no, I, I think should, he's talking about on the boundary. Should Pierre get more snaps after last week? Yeah, yeah, he he played pretty well, arguably better than either one of the other two boundary yeah. corners. I mean, Pierre's had some gaffes too over the years. Let's not oh, forget yeah. he's had yep. some really bad games. Yep. yep, but yeah, he did have a week this last week where he looked pretty good. So. Yeah, maybe that that's deserving of some more snaps. Joey Porter Jr. also looked better this week. I think he gave him one reception for 12 yards. Yeah, and it was one of those really tight throws. And yeah. He had pretty good coverage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that all of that happens. And, uh, you know, he didn't have any ridiculous holds that would have been DPI if it was a mm -hmm. decent throw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Have uh, let me ask Scarps. I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. Have we appreciated Chris Boswell enough? You haven't. Oh, Sorry. there we go. Sorry, Scarps. <laughs> Scarps, go ahead. I'm asking you. 
Yeah, I had my eyes wide open because Ian was throwing some shade. I appreciate this no, chat. He's throwing tonight. that at me. Um, yeah, yeah, that was directed at Mark, not not Ryan. Um, you know, I would say, uh, I so here, yeah, I don't know if we appreciate him enough. And the reason I say this, and I've talked about this on the show, is that in 2015. I was in. Char- I was always in charge of doing player bios, and there was nothing worse than signing a veteran punter, kicker, or quarterback because you had to do <laughs> all these fucking weird ass stats. Okay, right. And we had Sean Sweezum, and everything was great because his bio was updated. But then he got hurt, and we signed Garrett Hartley, who was in the league like eight years. So there went my fucking night at training camp, and then we, and then he got hurt, and we signed Josh. We traded for Josh Scobie. Etc. Oh, and so wonderful. Um, Jesus. And and so when we signed Boswell, I was just so happy that like he had no experience. It was like 15 minutes and I was done. It was a, <laughs> it was a Saturday and I didn't want to be there. And I was just like, oh fuck, this guy's got no experience. I'll, I'll knock this out quickly. Um, but since then, he has made a really nice name for himself. Yeah. Um, he He's he's one of the most accurate kickers in Steelers history. I don't think he's the most accurate, but he's going to probably eventually be the all-time points. Is he already all the all-time points leader? No, he's Gary be. Anderson is. Yeah, okay, but he's going to be Gailey. Gailey Anderson. Um, and so that I don't know why I said that, but whatever they fucking. Um, so Boz will probably go down as, a, as the Steelers' all-time best kicker, and so. I will say this. He's had some ups and downs, but like, man, I'm going to tell you this right now. Tomlin talk about Tomlin living in his fears. How many times he punts from inside the the 40 and I'm just sitting there inside the the opponent's 50. Right. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, just let fucking boss kick it, man. He's probably going to make it. Well, he, he did that. That 57 yarder was clutch, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he he would have made that from sixty three. He, he would have. Yeah. I mean, he just crushed it, and uh, you know, I always just get so damn nervous on those. Not not even because it's Boswell, just because it, it's anybody. And uh, I mean, God, you're you're turning the ball over in such good field position, and the way kickers are in general these days, you need ten yards, and you can it's a makeable field goal, you know. So, um, I I you know I I bitch about Boz from time to time, but man. Uh, he, he, he's, he's been worth his weight, you know, despite a couple of seasons where he dealt with some injuries and stuff. Um, he's, he's been a good so player. He has, just to, but to answer yeah. Claude's question, uh, no, the boss is not a hall of famer because there's this guy in Baltimore who's really yep. fucking good. Yeah. He's and um, nice. Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Look at Aaron, Mr. Stats. He, uh, He's going to prevent the Boz from from getting into the Hall of Fame, unfortunately. Yeah, and and look, as much as I dislike uh, the Ravens, there is no argument for me whatsoever about that. It's pronounced uh, Ratbirds. I'm sorry, yes, Ratbirds. Uh, look, Tucker's just great. I mean, it's all there is to it. Ian? Melvin has a good point here because I wondered about this too. That did Tomlin send Boswell out there for that fifty-seven yarder because they were indoors? Like if he's outdoors, I don't know if he makes that kick. Oh, you, you know, know, I mean, well, you're right. In especially Pittsburgh, in our place, in Pittsburgh in November, does he make that kick? Mm, no, probably not. Probably not. But in Vegas, 
in September in a dome. You know, yeah. In Atlanta. Yeah. In any month. Sure. Yeah. Well, we've got, let's see, we've already played one in a dome. We've got a dome this week. We'll have another one when we go play the Rams, I believe. Yes. Um. Ugh. So, yeah, it's it's unusual the amount of domes we're seeing this year. We don't usually see this many, but, uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good point. Um, yeah, it is an excellent point. Yeah. Um, go back to, to Jalen and, and Najee and, and I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get Najee fired up here, but, Najee uh, lover Scarpino actually, actually, Ben, I'm going to go to you. Oh, come here. on. Well, you, you've made the comment. You think that he's kind of decline in decline. And, and I said it over the summer and I, I still, I stand by my statement. The dude is in decline and it, I like Najee. And sure. I want him to do well, you know. Yeah, I, we all do. He, he's a smart guy and he's a likable person, but I'm and his offensive line is not not performing well. They're just not opening holes for him, like I talked about earlier in the show. You know, there was one play where he made three guys miss in mm-hmm. the backfield and yep. got back to the line of scrimmage. That's fucking ridiculous. You shouldn't have to do that. No, you should not have to do that. Okay, but I look at him. By comparison to a guy behind him in Jalen Warren, who was undrafted, mm-hmm. Najee was a first-round pick. Warren has got incredible burst. He gets the ball, boom, two Goes. steps, he's at top speed. Najee ain't that dude. He's got side-to-side. Obviously, he can make guys miss. He's got power. He still mm-hmm. has good hands. Mm-hmm. But he does not have speed. He does not have get-off. He doesn't have anything right now. And it's like. Dude, I mean, I know your offensive line sucks, but you got to show us a little more than that. And it's really hard to pinpoint what's wrong with his game, you know, because he's running against, like I said, these stacked boxes because Canada will call the play. Kenny walks up to the line and he obviously can't change it. He may see nine guys standing there and he can't change the play, which to me is fucking ridiculous, but he can't. And then he hands the ball to Nodge, and Nodge gets nothing, which is predictable because you know, hey, it's Matt Canada, and you got to. We, when we call the play, we expect you to run this play. I, it, anyway, long story short, at this point, I would give Jalen Warren more snaps. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't turn him into the starter. No, but I would give him more snaps, um, and and see where that goes, and see if you if you get better results as a result, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as as a result of the change, if if the outcomes are better. Scarps, you're you you're not on the Naji bandwagon per se either. Per uh, se, yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to be nice. What uh, what do you think? I mean, are you are you on the side that Warren should be getting more snaps? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean. You know, just like Pickett, Najee's a classic example of hate the pick, not the player. And they could have like, like, you know, this. Oh, okay, the O line sucks. They're mm-hmm. they're the biggest letdown this off season. There's no question. And I'm not saying that it's all Najee's fault, but I'm going to tell you this right now. You watch, you know, Jameer Gibbs for the Lions, who yeah. I thought they might, I thought they might have reached on him. But then I'm sitting there thinking like. Wow, this dude is fast yeah. as hell. You can and then, see why they made the pick. And then, yeah. 
And okay, so David Montgomery just scored his third touchdown of the night for the Lions. But David Montgomery is not fast like Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Like, but those got like they know how to balance those two. And if so, right. if you're gonna, so if you're, so here's my point: if you're gonna invest a first round pick in a running back, that dude better be a fucking game breaker. And Najee is not a game breaker. And we fell and we fall in love with the stiff arms and the hurdles and all that bullshit. And you know what? I don't care about any of that because. Jalen Warren is faster. He is stronger. He's mm. more explosive. I don't know. He he's is more stronger. Stronger. He is not bullshit. He hits that hole and he hits fucking people. When have you ever he's seen Najee? Okay. When have you ever seen Najee Harris actually get fucking in there? Please. Najee Harris is two hundred and forty pounds. Jalen Warren he is plays what? like he's two hundred five. Ten. Actually, if he played like he's two hundred five, he might be a little bit faster. If, if Trent guys... Richardson two there we go. I, I I'll tell I'm you another just thing. It's not Trent Richards with two point out. Watch watch the all twenty two. You will see Najee is not hitting holes because not. He, he he's trying to bounce it. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I think it's his eyes. I think his eyes are in the wrong spot. He's not he's not seeing what he's supposed to see, and if he sees it, he doesn't trust it. Um, you know, like would you? I mean. Well, it, well, uh, I mean, how many times have we seen like the? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm gonna tell you. If Najee Harris is watching this podcast, <laughs> then we got bigger problems than I thought. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is a high quality Steelers podcast, right, right I, here. I agree with Roman. Uh, Najee yeah. should drop ten or yeah. fifteen pounds and and get lighter, but you know he feels better at that weight. So, so he says. Yeah. All right. How, how many th- times have we seen the like Najee against the world running play where it's like him and six guys from the other team are in the frame right. of the picture? Happens twice and no a week. Other linemen, yeah. right? Some of them are, or, or our linemen yeah. are laying in their backs. Yeah, <laughs> number sixty-one in particular. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Would you block someone? Some of them are self-imposed that he tries to bounce things outside or go a different direction. Oh, that's there was, brutal. That's there were brutal. plays, there were plays in this past game where like all the blocking was moving to the left. And for some reason he tried to bounce it back to the right where the unblocked guys are coming from. And I'm like, this makes no sense. Yeah. So either he doesn't understand the play call and he's running a counter when it's supposed to be like everybody, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like student body left. Let's go, you know? Right. And he's going right, or his he doesn't trust his eyes that he he's like, I see this, but I don't trust it. I'm going to try and do it on my own. Uh, whatever it is, it's just yeah. not working. Yeah, and... like the whole the whole thing just isn't isn't working. I agree with you. Yeah, and maybe they just don't they don't trust Matt Canada. God knows we don't fucking trust him. So maybe that has something to do with it. Honestly, this week Merrill Hodge took the Steelers' wide receivers to task. For, for jogging on routes, George Pickens, first He's, among them, and basically what his point was was I don't know if they don't trust the offensive coordinator or the play call or whatever else. I don't care. You're a professional. You need to go out there and haul ass, play full speed every snap because you are a professional and you you are helping your team by doing so. Yeah, I, and, I agree with Hosh hundred percent. And I in Roman, I, I agree. Our low line does suck right now, and the schemes suck. I totally agree. But when you're a first round pick, running as a running back, you got to show me something. 
and right. he's not showing anything. And like, and I'm not saying he has to be Barry Sanders, but it's on my mind. The Lions are playing tonight. Marshawn Lynch and Barry Sanders were talking earlier. Barry Sanders had a terrible offensive line, and the dude had 15,000 rushing yards. And I'm just yeah. like, you you have to have something that 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 you bring to the table where you're breaking tackles or you're missing this or you did. And he, and 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 here's the thing, if if Pickett isn't allowed to audible out of a you know an eight man box or not however many people are in a box, then shame on the Steelers again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? But still, there, uh, Najee has not shown me enough. Yeah, I think it's fair. I I, I really do. And, um, and a thousand yards think... in back to back seasons, a thousand yards in seventeen games does not mean anything to me. What anymore. does that mean now? What, how many yards a game? I mean, that is means that? nothing to me anymore. What is it? Six. About 60 with 64. Listen, yeah, so super nice guy, good teammate, 58 all that stuff, yards. great story. But yeah. it's 58 just not yards enough. and change, and you you get you get I, a thousand I, yards in a I mean, season. Shit, Pickett's a first round pick. He hasn't shown me anything. But before we talk about that's because Houston, you're a hater. No. Before we talk about Houston a little hater. bit, <laughs> I one one more thing, and I, I want to get your takes on why they are not letting Kenny change the plays. Because they're stupid. Yeah. Well, let's get a little more uh, in depth yes. than that. Because Matt Canada sucks, and they're okay, stupid. That's what I was looking for. Let's move on. Uh, I mean, did, yeah, Ian, do they ahead, not Ian. trust him? What what what's happening here? Because I go back to that that very first series, third down and short. I mean, they the, the Raiders have the box packed, and we still run Connor Hayward right up the middle. That was that was so stupid. Yeah, um, and yeah. yeah, it was. That was that was really really friggin' dumb. Um, I it, yeah, it's yeah, either right, they Nolan. don't they don't trust him. He's yeah, it has to be. They don't. They don't. It's either they don't trust him, or Matt Canada thinks he's just smarter than everyone, which mm-hmm. is fucking stupid because he's not. And so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I could understand it with a rookie, where you're like, okay, here's the play, just go out and run it. Like, right. make sure you don't get a right. delay game, get us out of the huddle. But like, he's in his second year now. He's this was his what 16th game, 17th game, like right around there. You gotta you gotta let your guy go out and like Shut read up, the defense and uh you know actually make some adjustments too. I I don't think you we're talking about the Ben Roethlisberger level here where where Ben can just you know go muddle huddle and start telling every single guy what to do on every play. It I'm was not fantastic. Sug- like Ben it, yeah. would break the huddle early on yes. purpose, so we could get to the line and read the defense. Yes, and go, you're running this, you're running this, you're running this, and you're running this, and tell them, and the defense could hear him, and it still worked. Yes, and <laughs> and, and 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 I'm not suggesting that that's what it's got to be, but he's got to be able to say, "Look, they've got this play defended. I need to get out of it." Uh, that just drives me insane. For for, for the. And I and Ben, I know you're gonna say when I say this, but for the most pro ready quarterback oh, come that on. was supposed to be so smart, uh, right? He was supposed to be so smart and so cerebral, and they don't trust him enough to go up to the line and say, Well shit, I I we shouldn't run the ball right now. <laughs> that is very, very concerning. Again, I'm gonna come back to this this point again, okay? It was a horrible fucking class. Terrible. 
-hmm. Most pro ready does not mean ready. And yeah, do I think they should let him audible? Absolutely. He is a smart player. He is a, a fast guy. Give him an opportunity to sink or fucking swim in those situations. You get a nine-man box, a ten-man box in that situation with Hayward you just described yeah. a minute ago. Yeah. You change the Terrible. fucking play. Yeah. Use a hand signal. You do something to tell this guy out here on the edge that he's got a hot route and he needs to go. And I'm gonna I'm gonna learn play action. Yeah. Connor's not getting it, but I'm gonna keep the ball and I'm tossing it out to you. And we're getting the first oh, well, down. That was the and, dumbest fucking play. I was incensed you know and 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 i know he didn't pick it off but that that play he threw it right to marcus peters yeah. and um thank god he didn't catch it oh that that's okay a oh, oh i know i mean that, that was a that, pick six and yeah. that and that would absolutely have changed the whole game yeah, yeah. but we might we might have very well lost it was early but still the funny thing about it though is that they had connor hayward like lined up on the outside like he was the f the furthest wide receiver and i'm sitting there thinking like why the fuck is he lining i don't whatever xzy whatever shit i don't know what it, i don't know what the Steelers <laughs> terminology is but i'm telling you he was the furthest wide receiver yep. he was the closest wide receiver to the out of bounds line and they were not on the same page and then i'm sitting there thinking like why the fuck is connor hayward your first read it when he's the outside receiver like to me like and i'm gonna tell you this right now Defending Kenny Pickett, I know I'm a hater, but Kenny Pickett's not that dumb, right? Like Kenny right, Pickett's right. not drawing up that play. Right. That's Matt Canada, and right. That, so for everybody giving credit, and I gave him a little bit of credit because I I don't want to be yep. a full hater, but like right. that is take that play out of your playbook, man. Connor Hayward should never be the, uh, should never be on the outside, man. Like what are we doing? Yeah, you can put Connor Hayward on the outside if you want, just don't make him the first option. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Okay, fine. But right. like but like really, you really want you really okay, want him put it on this the outside. Way. If you've got Connor Hayward on the outside and Marcus Peters is is covering him, you have a mismatch somewhere right. on the inside. That's exactly what I was okay? going to say. So you, you don't use you the take inside. advantage <laughs> well, you take advantage of that fucking mismatch on the inside someplace because Connor Hayward is not your number one option. No. He's no. like your fifth. You want to see how they match, just like people want to see how we match. Exactly. Well, he was the number yeah. one option, and it almost ended I know. Terrible. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. He was the first option in that play. He was the first read, and I agree with you. Absolutely fucking stupid. You never do that. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, you can line him up on the outside. He just shouldn't be your first option. Like, Canada's trying to, like, outsmart the defense by, like, yeah, I've got my guy out here versus their number one corner, but nobody thinks we're going to throw to him. So I'm going to think that number one corner is going to take the playoff and I'm going to throw to him. What? What? Yeah. What? It, it, it's a classic case of overthinking, I, I, I think. It's a classic I mean, case of shitty fucking offense. Well, and, is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and one last thing is, is that what made Ben sick and, and okay, Ben was even though Ben didn't throw that much, he was so much better than Pickett. Like, let's just be real about it. But his rookie ben year, was, you mean? Huh? His rookie year? And, and 2005, his first two years. Yeah, yeah. He was set up, though. He was set up to succeed because the offensive line was really good. And Jerome was at the tail end of his career. But Amos Zeroway wasn't a bad running back. And he had... He had Plax his first year, not his second year. But he had Plax, he had Hines, he had Cedric Wilson, he had he Heath, Jeremy Tooman. Like he had he had guys, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And I and the Steelers tr- tried. I think I believe the Steelers tried to replicate a similar type of scenario for Kenny Pickett, except that um, Matt Canada is not Ken Wisenhunt. <laughs> no, Pat Fryermuth is not Heath Miller. Nope. None of these guys. None of these guys have the stones that Hines did. George Pickens is pretty good, but the rest are all whatever. You know, yeah. the offensive do line you, isn't as good. Do you remember 2005, which would have been Ben's second year? Yep. Yes. And they started the year, and Deuce Staley was supposed to be the starter. I forgot oh, about yeah. Deuce. Oh, yeah. I forgot and about he, Deuce. He got hurt. Yep. And then Jerome was the starter by default, and then he got hurt, and, and Willie Parker was the starter for a couple of games and blew everybody's socks off. Mm-hmm. With, with his burst and after a couple of games you get to the end you get to the press conference at the end and Cowher says yeah willie's our starter that's we're done <laughs> this is the guy now yeah and after that it was it was willie jerome deuce deuce was the three he went from first to third because he got injured yeah it's well. i i i wouldn't can't make the club if you're in the tub. Entirely shocked if we saw something semi-similar this year with Jalen overtaking Najee and you know it becoming more of a one-two punch, but Najee becoming more of a situational runner than mm-hmm. an every down back. Mm-hmm. I, I I get the feeling that's what it's headed for. It, it just, you know, now obviously Warren didn't get as many carries this week as Najee did, but he did get, what, three receptions, three or four receptions. Najee didn't have any. Um, you that's, know, the so, other, that's the other thing, too, is, <clears throat> is sorry, I know we got to talk about the Texans. Yeah, and, yeah. And I got to take a potty break, not that everybody knows. But, well, yeah, we got to That's the other thing, too, yeah, is, yeah. but they, like. Scarf's like, got to take a dump. No, it's definitely not a just dump. Just so but, you know. That's a huge dump, but no, that's the other thing too about Najee. Like I, to me, he's he's best is when he's in the open field. So like, throw a fucking screen pass every once in a while to the guy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like 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 he is he is struggling. The line is struggling. So try to build a little bit of confidence here, man. Like give him a stiff arm. Give him a hurdle. I I I I'm I'm waiting for that. I I joke about it on here, but like. Give the guy some well, reason to succeed. You're talking about setting a guy up for success. Yes. And and I don't – we don't do that very well. You know, I mean, that's yeah, – that But look, who's the, look who the coordinator is. Look well, no, that, that's is. what I mean, and that's what's so frustrating when you watch what Kyle Shanahan does and when you watch what McDaniel down in Miami does. Uh, yes, they've got tons of speed, tons of talent on these offenses. I understand that. But they also get guys in position to be really, really good at what they do. And and I just don't see that from Canada. I, Earlier I, tonight, you know, you're right, Stuart. You know, Earlier tonight, yeah. there was a play that the Lions needed. This is way before it was out of reach. Yeah. And they got a guy from Iowa, a tight end, Sam Laporta, yep. who, who, who – is not perfect. He's a rookie. Yep. And they schemed this fucker up, and this it was a perfect play. And then, like, the next drive, he dropped a, a sure first down. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, he's a rookie. I get it. Yeah. But at least Ben Johnson, I think, is their offensive corner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
he at least understands that when I need this play, I'm going to go to somebody that I know is going to get open based on right. whatever yep. coverage is out there. And I'm going to call this rep. <clears throat> Matt Canada absolutely is not doing that. There's no right. question. I, I, I do Fuck not you too, Johnny. Disagree. Johnny, I appreciate you. I've talked enough. Love you, Johnny. Thanks for coming on. It's not the same without a few fuck you, Johnnies. Fuck you, Johnny. Uh, Steelers will play the Texans this week. It's going to be actually a, a big day. J.J. Watt will have his number retired. I believe he's going to be the first Houston Texan to have his number retired. Uh, appropriate. Uh, yeah, very appropriate. And I, I also think that that's going to fire up one Mr. Uh, T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. I was going to call him Trent, but I decided to go with T.J. Um and and they are not expected to have their full complement of offensive linemen. In fact, they'll be starting a guy by the name of Kendrick Green at a guard, uh, possibly a uh, a third stringer at one of the tackle spots. You know, and and C.J. Stroud had a great game last week. He's he's looked better each week. Um, but Ian, as you pointed out, I think that score ended up like thirty-seven seventeen. But it was a really weird game, wasn't it? Yeah, they they won by like 21 or something. I think they won by 21, but there was basically a 17-point swing in that the Texans ran a kickoff back for a touchdown that like their fullback got on an up kicker. It was weird. Um, So they ran a kickoff back for a touchdown, and they blocked a field goal and then scored a touchdown on the ensuing drive. So right there, you figure two touchdowns is 14 plus blocking a field goal is another minus three. So that's a 17 point swing right there. But I mean, the the Texans right now are kind of playing the like YOLO offense of we have nothing to lose because everybody expected them to be bad and they have a rookie quarterback. So they're like, you know, let's just chuck the ball down the field and see how it goes. And, um, you know, they, they don't have a coach that has a never had a losing season streak going that they have to preserve. So they're not playing it conservative. They're going no. for it. And if Stroud throws four interceptions, he throws four interceptions or he might throw four touchdowns. Right. Like, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to put this on CJ Stroud, but it's almost like a, a Jay Cutler type performance where he could throw four picks or throw four touchdowns, and, but they're going to go for analogy. it and they're going to chuck the ball around the yard. And, and it's got a know, pretty good run back, running back in Pierce too. I, I like Pierce. Runs hard. Um, the, this kid Tank Dell is is uh, sneaky quick. He, he's made some plays already in in the first three weeks. So, you know, I, I I don't think Mike Tomlin and this team is overlooking anybody. They they really shouldn't be. Um, I mean, do you guys see us trying to establish the run again this week as we attempted to last week? Try to set up the play action. I think sure. that uh, I think that Kendrick Green is definitely going to step his game up this week and have some revenge <laughs> versus the Steelers. <laughs> and you guys are really sleeping. Revenge. You guys are sleeping on Kendrick Green. I'm just saying. Are you also yeah, suggesting I, that he's going to get some carries at fullback too? Absolutely. But I do think, yes, Mark, you are correct. The Steelers' offense is going to try to establish the run as they fucking should. Maybe they can learn to block together as a unit or something if they do. Probably not, but maybe. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, defensively, I, I, you know, look, it's. I think it's going to be the the opportunity. Obviously, stop the run, um, but get pressure when when you're going up against Kendrick Green. I, I'm sorry, 
whoever's over Kendrick Green or in that yeah. general area has whichever, to pressure. Whichever defensive tackle is in the gap around Kendrick Green better get pressure yeah. like, on every pass play. What happens yeah. if he has a really good game? Um, I will then, then we we just we say because I'm know, worried about Steelers coaching. That's yeah. what I'm I'm worried about. But I don't. I mean, we saw a couple of different coaches actually. I mean, three uh, if you really want to look at I, it that way. Yeah, three different line coaches, and we saw the same result. And his issues seemed to be with his quickness. Like people just kept going across his yes. face. Like they would line up on on you know his right and come across him to the left and he still couldn't block them. Yeah. I I I will be stunned if we don't find success against him. I, I, I will be shocked as yeah, well. I, I, I'll be very surprised if Green is in the league next year. Well, that very very well maybe too. Um the Duke can, you know, he's strong as a, an ox. There's a video yeah. out there of him squatting 700 pounds. That's all well and good. You're a big strong dude, but you're not athletic enough to play guard in the NFL. Right. And right. You definitely were not athletic enough to pass on Creed Humphrey in the second round and instead take you in the third. I'm just fucking yeah. saying. I Yeah, and, and I'm hearing. Ian, what do you got for a prediction this week? You know, all right. So we talked about the whole, you know, Kenny's never thrown two touchdowns in a game before. We finally got off the schneid with that one. Yeah. Um, I I think they start to put a little bit more together this week. It's still not going to be pretty, but mm-hmm. I think they'll, they'll do enough. I don't think they're good enough to score 30 yet, but I'm going to say Steelers 27, Texans 17. Okay, we'll ten wow, points spread dang. there. Scarps, what do you got? Oh boy, um, twenty four seventeen. But I gave Boswell an extra. So, it's, it's in a dome, so give Boswell another so fifty. Ian, so Ian has picked the Steelers four straight weeks. Wow, um, uh, you were the only one. He's two and one, but he's picked the Steelers four mm-hmm. straight weeks. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna have to pick against them for straight weeks. Wait, you said you were picking the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, you to win said earlier. I did. Yes, I think that the I think that the pass rush for the Steelers is gonna be the the X factor here. Um, that was it ain't gonna it, it ain't gonna be pretty, but I think the Steelers win sixteen thirteen. Oh, oh God! Okay. Uh, a, a field goal fest in a dome. Ah. Uh. That's fine. Uh, ben, what do you got? I got uh I got Steelers winning this one in an ugly one. I'm gonna say Steelers 23, Texans 20. Ooh, okay. Field goal though. Okay. Yeah. I I with the potential for our outside linebackers to have a big day, I think we're gonna see a lot of screens, a lot of draws. Uh, stuff like that to try to slow them down. They might hit a big player too early, but I, I, I think the Steelers understand what they've got waiting for them. They, they've got the Ravens coming in next week, then they get a bye, uh, and and then things really start getting serious out of that bye. So then things start really getting serious. I'm gonna say twenty four 
I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say 24-17 also, Ian. I'm gonna go with that one as well. That's kind of what I've had in my head. Yeah, we all picked the Steelers. Yeah, I, I I just can't go against them this week. I mean, I I I I, I think Stroud can hit some big plays. Don't get me wrong, but I I, I just I, I can't see it. I will say this though, and I still pick the Steelers, but they they won the past two games that that maybe they shouldn't. Oh well, the Browns was a toss up, but they usually don't Browns. win on the road against the Raiders. So mm-hmm. I feel that like if there is a letdown, that Oof. this could be that week. And yeah. don't tell me they haven't. They don't tell me they haven't been let down before oh, against the Texans. They have. Uh, and you know, Mike Tomlin already said this week, he's not using that whole plane episode as an excuse either. So their, their week has been disrupted a tad. Although he, he has, did use that, that, that had whole, to have been pretty fucked. That whole, uh, plane disruption thing as a reason not to play a bunch of, and practice a bunch of guys on Wednesday. Yeah, right. So, right. well, we'll, we'll see how that factors us, uh, in, um, is Casey Kasem ready? Uh, has he emerged from the grave? Uh, Always. All Always right. ready. All right. Um, Casey's coast to go. Oh, oh, hold geez. one second. Let me wet the whistle here. Jamie. Oh, 30 to 20. Wow. 30. Holy. Yeah. Boy. Casey's coast to coast. American top 40. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was September 28th, 1981. Our favorite correspondent, Ryan, is once again back with us this week, and he writes, Dear Casey, Casey, I'm sure you've seen by now that I once again have a mustache. My mustache is very similar to Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada. Every once in a while, it looks okay, and you think, yeah, it's only going to get better. But most of the time, it looks trashier than Times Square in the 1970s. (laughs) For those listening... There's a show on HBO called The Deuce that shows just how dirty it actually was. I highly recommend it. Speaking of dirty, I'm looking at you, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. It's almost unfair that we have you both on the edge. And then there's Minka in the back. I mentioned trash earlier, or as I like to call it, the other eight guys on defense. (laughs) Have you ever seen a defensive back turn for a ball as late as Patrick Peterson did the other night? <laughs> Hell, Devontae Adams was walking <laughs> Devontae Adams was walking to the Bellagio before Patrick Peterson knew what happened. <laughs> but it's okay. He could have had that interception too. Speaking of off-season free agent acquisitions, I've been underwhelmed by almost all of them. Suamala looks like he's sleeping. Holcomb can't cover. Allen Robinson is a non-factor. Desmond King, has he even seen a defensive snap? Perhaps he's not the con artist, after all. It's almost like we should wait to see how things pan out before sun shining it up on Twitter. However, as I have been saying, keeping Matt Canada was the biggest offseason move the Steelers made. This is simply one I cannot justify. Good for him for calling a better game against a terrible defense. And good for Pickett for playing a better game. I mean, he still bails on pockets, gets scared shitless when it comes to interior pressure, and rolls the dice by throwing it directly to former All-Pro cornerbacks that forgot they had hands. 
<laughs> they say Art the Second is one is the one that wanted Canada on his staff in the first place, and Art is the reason he's still around. I don't get it. What's Arthur's theme? Well, Ryan, you're in for a treat. Oh, I have Jesus. five spots to number two this week. Here's Christopher Cross with Arthur's theme. A little yacht rock to wrap up the show. You wow. gotta love it. Christopher freaking Cross. Oh, man, that guy can just do it, too, and I'm telling you, he really can. Perhaps Matt Canada can ride like the wind out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, with please. Michael McDonald on the backup vocals, by the way. Uh, yeah, that dude did a lot of backup vocals. Uh, anyway, thanks so much to everybody for jumping on the show. As always, uh, it is amazing how we used to just go 45 minutes and nowadays we do an hour and 20 minutes and it feels like it's definitely that. my fault. It feels uh, like we didn't everybody. talk about enough. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, it's just incredible. I blame but, Mark. Uh, shit. Definitely blame me for everybody else does. Uh, anyway, thanks so much. Make sure you check out the site, steelcityblitz.com. Check out our socials, uh, uh, at SC Blitz on, on the Twitter or X or whatever the hell they call it. Twitter. Uh, all that stuff, too. And hey, make sure you check out that brand new TikTok account. Uh, brand new. It would be at the Steel City Blitz. That's right. We have a tickety talk, kids. Get out there and enjoy it. And for these guys, I'm signing off. Enjoy the game this weekend, everybody. And this has been the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. <laughs> Can't believe they got beat by the fucking Colts. That was hilarious. Colts.